0: Okay, I am gente. Welcome to Let's Up Podcast. I am Maya, and I just want to say here we speak English. We speak, well, some of us speak Spanish, and sometimes we speak Spanglish. We are glad to have you to he- here today. So, what up, Kyra?
1: Hi. <laughs> and, um, and me.
0: We also have Clara here today. <laughs> she wasn't in the last couple episodes, but she's back. So I'm back. Thank you. We're, we're going to go ahead and get started.
2: I just wanted to say, how are you doing today, friend? I'm good. Um, had a four-day weekend, so it was nice to just chill and relax and um, catch up with some old friends um, and sleep my life away because a girl is tired. <laughs> what about you, Claire? How are you?
3: I'm okay. Could be better, but I'm good. I always try to be as positive as I can be and, yeah, take it one day at a time. How about you, Maya? I'm
0: tired. I'm always tired. I feel like I don't sleep.
3: I, th- I don't think anybody does anymore in this time. Uh, vortex we're in or whatever you want
0: to
1: call it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about something a little bit more personal. Um, something a little bit more in, like, in your feels. If you, we get emotional, if we get fine, that's fine. They're valid emotions. But I want to talk about body image. Um, there was a TikToker that posted a video and it really resonated with me. I felt like it hit me hard and I didn't understand why. And the question was simple. Like what, when did you realize that either you have a health, unhealthy relationship with food or an unhealthy relationship with your body in general? So her, I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm just gonna spell it, her, in, her TikTok handle is at T-Y-Y-A-L-Z-A-D-E-H-1. I'll also put it here on the screen so that way you guys can go check her out. I really liked her other videos such as like cleaning the air fryer. That was pleasant for me for some reason. Um, but I, when I got to thinking about it, I want to say five years old was when I started having like body image issues. Because I was called fat by within my family. And so from there, I'm like, shit, am I fat? Am I? Am I not pretty? And then it would be to like calling other names that would have let, let like lead me to think that I really was those things. Mm-hmm. So why even care about what I'm eating or what I'm doing if I I am fat? There's nothing that I can do about it.
2: And that was just dumb. Mm-hmm. One thing I can just in the statement that you said kind of stuck out to me is the two the you said you were called fat and then you automatically related that to being pretty. So I think we do that a lot in society. Even today, I'm not going to say we, because I, that's, I'm not a fan of that, but relating weight to being pretty is very, to me, doesn't make any sense because I've seen women of all sizes who are stunning mm-hmm. women who I think am like, man, they've got, a banging body and we've talked about it before um candy lover her song her song hit um i'm not going to try to pronounce it <laughs> <laughs> that one um and i think she's stunning i think she's gorgeous um but it, it's kind of interesting that you you related the two you said the two because i think we do especially when we're growing up we think oh if I'm not this perfect body uh I'm ugly, and it has nothing to do with even just your face, how your facial features are, how your body is like beauty is way deeper than that, like anything can change at the at the drop of a hat. Think of people who have had to deal with car accidents or any type of accident where they don't look like they did, and right. that's not their fault. it's not because they were unhealthy, it wasn't anything that they had control over um but it was just kind of just wanted to point that out it was very interesting no but like at the
0: age of five I did equate it to Mm -hmm. to that like if I was fat I wasn't pretty now that I'm older because I mean you've seen I'd be like Kyra you need to check out uh, Crystal from Instagram and you need to check out ash super Ashley one two seven I believe her handle is or whatever you need to check them out like they're plus size yes they're full-figured but I think they're gorgeous and I think their content it even though some of the stuff they post is a little bit too bougie for my pocket. I'm like, it's really, really nice the way that they make outfits look. And I, I see them as pretty now as an adult. Mm-hmm. But as a child, I felt like I was not pretty. Because I was not fit in this box. Yeah, because I didn't fit in what my family thought was the standard. And I, my mom's been skinny my whole life. My mom has been thin my whole life. And because I didn't look like her or even, like, Clara's mom has been thin for my whole life and probably all her whole life. Have- they're all thin.
3: I but all I, all of our tias have been thin, honestly. Yeah. They they all have. I mean, they, they've gone through ups and downs, you know, after them having kids. But um, in our family, immediate, like, you know, our moms, moms, sisters and stuff, they've all been thin. All of them. And um, so I think... Like Maya says, it's it's been very cliched because it starts with your family in most cases for a lot of people. Um, it could be your siblings, your dias, your own mom, your you know your uncles, your brothers. But like you said, she brought up a, a topic that associated the body size or body image with the word pretty um, or beautiful or whatnot and and that's I think that's something that we should address in the sense of how society is now Um, it's always been honestly Uh, it's just now with social media and everything just like making its way so fast out Mm -hmm. there that people like people's brains are all over but if you really go back to the early 1800s 1900s image has always been something that has been up there and it's more for society purposes like okay well we belong to this you know I mean that's just based on what I've seen throughout the years and but a lot of us do associate our body size Mm -hmm. with beauty Mm -hmm. you know and beauty can be in so many different ways
2: well and it's interesting because like I had the kind of the opposite because I was tiny 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 when I was yeah, like, right. until I hit probably later college, mm. I was tiny. Like, I remember being in, like, 7th, 8th grade, and everybody looked like, okay, you you guys are, like, you know, hitter, hitting puberty And here. I, I was always, like, I always had thick legs and mm-hmm. a butt, but I yeah. never had boobs at all. Like, I was super flat-chested, and that uh, definitely, not even... I, I was lucky to have a very supportive family um, that I didn't have to experience kind of that negative, Mm -hmm. but just going into stores and not being able to find anything, knowing going into what was popular, um, wet seal, right? Mm -hmm. Going into wet seal and not being able to find a single thing that I could fit into and having to go into little kids stores to find something. And then of course I'm like, man, I'm 12 13 i don't want to wear this like i don't want to wear little kid stuff and so i think it it hits all different ways and it also hits men Mm -hmm. we expect men to be like this super fit super like you know muscular uh Body body type yeah and fit in this box and it's like now i think we're nobody's nobody is happy with themselves not saying nobody's happy with themselves but it's always society saying well you could do this you could do you know you could get your lips done you can get your nose done you can get your lipo you could get your hips done you could get your butt done you could you know
3: it's like it's like have you guys seen a meme that that's gone around through either Instagram or whatnot it comes up mostly on my Instagram reels or whatnot and it says and it has um, I'm not trying to be sued or anything, but it has the Kardashians in it. And it mm-hmm. says, remember, you're not ugly, you're just poor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has all of them. <laughs> yeah, and it has all of them with, like, their the surgeries they've had on their face, on their body. Allegedly. You know, um, yeah, my point. Yeah. Like I said, I don't want to be sued. I'm just saying based <laughs> on what I see on social media. So, okay, and, and, and there's, and again, it goes to it goes back to what I was saying it's all a society type of thing if you had money you had the best dress the Mm -hmm. best silks the best this you know um, the best corset that made you like you know so it's it's always been I think a standard that a woman has to look a certain way and then men like you said men especially Mm -hmm. have had to carry themselves in a specific way the way they dressed um, you know, the way they did their hair. Mm-hmm. I just feel that we as a species, as human beings, are seriously like ass backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, we, um, we beauty, a lot of people, oh, that's stupid. But beauty does come from within. Mm-hmm. And I feel that if you're a great person, and not every, how can I put it, not everybody's gonna look the same, you know? Yeah. That, that's why we're individuals, like, But I feel that if we all had kindness and we were all great people, this world would be so much better and we would see the beauty in it. We really would. And our physical bodies, I don't think would really matter so much, but it's all because of society. Artificial beauty. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. But you see, like, you just touched on a a good point because the Kardashians... And again, we're not trying to get sued, and this is commentary. It's not based mm-hmm. on what we know to be true, mm-hmm. but what we do know is that the media makes them look in a highlight. Mm-hmm. So they, when they come out in these clothes that it's basically revealing everything, they get told they have the perfect body, that they look gorgeous, that they look. This in this way. But if you have someone who is all natural, such as like Ashanti or other women who are of color and they're, they're curvier, mm-hmm. it's different. It doesn't look the same. Mm-hmm. Even if like, let's say, Kris Jenner is wearing a, a suit, right? And it's made for women and Viola Davis wears that same exact suit. Kris Jenner will be judged differently than Viola Davis, even though Viola, Viola Davis has talent like real talent not just a manager skill set
2: Well yeah. and I I also think though like if I I think back and I'm not a big fan of the Kardashians at all that's just not my thing mm-hmm. um but there's a reason people decide to have surgeries or whatever right mm-hmm. they want to enhance something enhance their beauty enhance yeah, whatever could. body yeah. But my thing is is in order to get to that point, you have to be, there's something in you telling you yeah. what you have isn't good enough yeah. or I, it gives you that drive to want more. Mm-hmm. And so I think that comes into like food as well. Um, I know you mentioned your, not yours, but the unhealthy um, relationship. relationship with food. So in my opinion, I'm like, man, and, and I'll be the first to say, I wanted to get my lips done. I wanted to get bo- uh, mm-hmm. Botox filler, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably Botox as I get older. Um, but I still want to look like me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying I'm the prettiest you know, girl out there. I don't have the best body out there. But I'm getting to a point where I'm like, this is me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it was really nice to hear somebody um, compliment that and say, yo, I see your confidence. And to me, that's attractive. Uh, and especially like probably the last... Mm-hmm. I would say into my late 20s, early 30s, because I'll be 33, my whole mindset is changing. Um, Yes, I always have things to work on, uh, physical-wise, right? I want to lose weight. I want to do this. I want to do that. But that's not consuming me. That's not who I am. If I stay the way I am, cool, that's great. Um, But it's also okay to be like, no, I'm not okay with myself, but I'm doing this for me because I want to look healthier or I want to look you know so I don't think there's anything wrong I have friends that have had you know cosmetic surgeries they look stunning before they look stunning now Um, but they're also really good people so I'm looking like okay do you love yourself do that because I get wood therapy and body sculpting done I'm
0: not gonna lie, I get it yeah, done and that's, and that's, every that's now and a
3: natural now. way, you know. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. that's not, that's a natural thing to
0: do. And I like with the, I do like wood therapy. I will say that once it starts to, because I also work out. It's not like I just yeah. do that. I also work out. I go to the gym probably now like four to five times a week if I can. Um, but that hurts my ears. Oh, it,
3: that's, why and, so that's why
0: I'm so tired. That's why I'm so tired. So I do it because of health reasons, right? Like I. We've talked about it, I think, in a couple episodes back that I would want to have children. So for me to freeze my aches with the autoimmune issue that I have, I have to try to lose more weight um, just for it to be healthy. I'm like, okay, cool, great, whatever, sure, <laughs> so I'll do it. But the wood therapy now is starting to like hurt a little bit. At first, it didn't hurt mm-hmm. as much. But I think it's because I'm I'm losing more body fat that now like my muscles mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. is starting to feel it a little bit more, and um <laughs> our uh, our family member Nana she asked me if I am starting to bruise, mm-hmm. and I was like, actually yeah I couldn't think of why I had a bruise on my arm because that's where my my flare ups normally oh, happen that in that my arms. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> she goes, no, that just means that it's like less fat now in your arm. So now we're not going to do the that, area. that sound wave that they do on your arms to break down the fat. Oh, now yeah, they're I just going to do like the thing to kind of like tone it. Um, like, you no, know, okay, I can't cool. get that done. Why?
3: Because I have a hernia mesh thingy oh. and I can't get that done in my stomach area. And then they can't do my face because I have a thyroid issue.
0: That brings yeah, up those. Really? I don't understand. Break down my Your body, though. Like, again, body issues. Some people don't realize, like, you may have a
2: a uh, medical
0: thing medical. or a health issue that you're dealing with and that you're battling with. And it's not that you're, like, not caring about yourself. Because there's another TikToker. I'm all and, on. <laughs> I'll no, give it to you right I'm now. But um, she <laughs> goes around with the little mini mics mm-hmm. and she'll be like, Would you date a plus size person? And then she, like, puts it in your, in face, your face, and the guy is like, uh, some of them said yes, which they're like, it's something to grab onto, it's something that you can kind of cuddle with, and I'm like, Oh, that sounds so cute. And then you have the people that are like, no, because, I mean, she doesn't take care of herself, I take care of myself, I go to the gym, I'm like, that's not, that has nothing to do with it. Nothing.
3: Again, going back to the initial part of the conversation in the sense of, when you know, when when was the first time we heard something when we were five or young, A lot of it, again, does stem from home. Mm -hmm. And then there's some times where it doesn't, but at school, Mm -hmm. you know, you start going to school and kids are horrible. I don't know if if it's gotten worse. Well, Mm -hmm. I work in the school system, so I do notice a lot of things. Um, But kids are, kids are mean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kids are brutal. And as a mom, myself, Kids have no filter, <laughs> so they will call you out on anything and Why everything. Look like this? <laughs> They'll or come you know, up to you and just go, like, "Mom, you know," and they're just like, oh, "I'm like, oh my god." So my point being is, I've told my I'm raising four boys, so I have no girls, and I've told my boys to always, yeah, you know, that's another thing. These generations are a lot more sensitive. So they don't mm-hmm. take jokes. Everything's bullying now. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh, I know. and your so, son said I was bullying him. The other day.
3: And, and that's a, who? Which one?
0: Uh,
3: and, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, like, they're, bro, always ta- they're always talking to each other like that. So that's my point. Like, I'm trying to raise my boys with thick skin. Um, because everybody is so sensitive right now. Because everything is bullying. <laughs>
2: Sorry, your map got so much. Over your chocolate? <laughs> Jesus so, you know,
3: you can't say anything to anybody anymore because, oh, my gosh, that's mean, that's horrible, you're insensitive. You know, sometimes you have to um, – there's I think there is a thin line of being cruel and bullied and stuff versus just teasing. Growing up, we were teased for so many different things, having a stutter. if you <laughs> Everything. Yo mama is the worst one with my cousin. But my point is, like, you know, we yeah. – She means it with love, But that's my point. (laughs) So A lot of people are not going to see that. So Mm -hmm. if somebody comes around, like my cousin, that specific one, would always mess with my fat. I sit down, and I have my lonjas hanging out, and he'll come and, like, just pull up. My brothers do that same thing. You know, and it's like, and I always joke around, and that's why I don't lose weight, because then I'm not going to get all the love I get and (laughs) getting all... You know what I mean? So, but again, like, like Maya said, we... A lot of us have hormonal issues, Mm -hmm. medical issues that don't allow us to get to a size seven again, that don't allow us to get, we can go to the gym. I'm a perfect example and my Mm -hmm. César will vouch for me. I went to the gym for literally almost a year. Mm -hmm. I lost 17 pounds in one year and I plateaued and I started doing everything. I did Mm -hmm. build muscle a Mm -hmm. little bit. But my body didn't change yeah. i I'd lost seventeen pounds in a year. I changed the way i ate i I did so many different things because of the diabetes that mm-hmm. I was a border. So my point is that that mentally we do we can have i guess a relationship that's unhealthy with food or our eating habits. Mm-hmm. but a lot of the time, if we really think about it, it's subconsciously like we're not doing it on purpose like yeah. it's just something that's mentally like and, i don't know and
2: people just have different body types like mm-hmm. i'm i i talk a big game about wanting to lose weight but really yeah i just you know yeah i mean i do you know a lot of us a lot of us
3: want to have we see our friends and our family and we're like oh i'd like to have her hips yeah or oh i'd love to have her shoulders Or, yeah. oh she's so lucky because she has this you know right. and just embrace it yeah. a lot of us have that image like oh my gosh i have the fupa i always make fun of myself Maya you knows because i always say my ass was put on backwards <laughs>
0: I tell her to stop, but she just continues to always say that. And I'm like, Can you know, stop. Girl, it's true. Like, I'm not lying. <laughs> those
3: of you that know me in person, you know my ass was put on backwards, okay? I'm flat in the back, and I got my cool fupa that if I wear the perfect jeans, it just gives a crack right
1: where it goes. Oh
2: my God. <laughs> Well, and so, like I said, some people naturally like. My grandpa's. Ugh, <sighs> My grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, grandpa. He he's something else. He definitely <laughs> is not shy to speak how he feels. Um, but I remember I I'm the type of person that fluctuates all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I go in, in between a size probably like five seven to like twelve, right, mm-hmm. back and forth. And I remember I was losing a lot of weight, and I was like, yes, I look like I'm happy. I'm cool. And then I walk in and my grandpa's like, "What's wrong with you?" Like, "I liked you better when you were bigger." <laughs> I'm like, "Thanks." Yeah, thanks. everybody has different. And I'm like, "All right, like, that's cool, but like I'm 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 good, but I'm definitely getting to the part where I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to. I don't want to. I will. Um if I start feeling that like heaviness and and feeling that mm-hmm. I felt, um I will, but I also have cravings for crap food, and I'm not going to be the person that's going to... Nope, I can't like, Can't eat this. Yourself. Like, no, if I want to go have those Oreos, I'm going to go eat those Oreos. I'm going to be cautious about how many I yeah. eat. Maybe I'll try.
0: Technically, Oreos are vegan.
2: But just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's good for you. <laughs> okay. And I'm not vegan, so... Well,
0: uh...
3: But see, that's another thing we need to look into, because I think that's why so many of us are getting sick, because of the food
0: that that the uh, that they're
3: manufacturing and doing all this stuff. Uh, we do need to look into that.
0: I think I haven't I haven't been sick sick since I started eating like organic or Trader like I go to Trader Joe's and honestly, mm-hmm. you can get hella shit at Trader Joe's that. You would probably spend three hundred dollars at Save Mart and have less in your cart. There's, there's a way
3: to do it. Yes, but you also are only shopping for one to three people. There's a lot of us that have to shop for seven to eight people. Mm-hmm. And so if you spend one hundred and eighty dollars at Trader Joe's for one to three people, we're going to be spending about five hundred dollars yeah. for about seven people, but, seven people. But I don't
0: spend. I don't buy like only for three people. I buy like if I see oh there's two of that and I really like that I'll get two and then it serves like six or seven people. So but I'm
3: you're body, also I'm... meal prep too though so that if you think about it that's kind of counting yeah. like you know for you yeah. individually for two to three days worth of food. Yeah but then so your
0: gompas so... screws me over because he goes and he
2: eats <laughs> the food that I have in the fridge. And you I... could do to stop that? You can meal prep and then bring it here.
0: No, because then you'll eat the food that I put in your fridge, so nice try. Yeah, she'll help you. Uh, yeah. She'll help you with <laughs> then you'll be really milk. skinny if <laughs> you won't have no food. Yeah. Uh, well, this all. First of all, anytime we make something and we post something, out, like whether it be my parents or me online, she's like, oh, so when are you going to bring me the leftovers? Always. Either I get a comment in the, in the post itself or I get a text message or a snap saying, so when are you going to come bring that okay. over?
2: And this is why people are like, oh, you're losing weight. A girl's
0: starving over here. But You brought up a a point where your grandpa was like, what's wrong with you? When you started, like, losing weight. weight. Um, I feel like we go through that a lot because you have – my grandma says she she loves all of us. doesn't matter. No, that's bullshit because you and your sister talk mad crazy about the ones that are losing weight and the ones that are gaining weight on the phone full blast you can hear the whole conversation my tia that is being out talk so loud mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard her Mm-mm. through the phone it's you don't need a speaker what for you can mm-hmm. hear it and they talk about how like oh so and so gained so much weight ugh mm-hmm. I wonder how how long she's gonna be married for and it it automatically equates like right
3: before I got married so that just tells you don't fucking get married that's <laughs> all I'm saying so <laughs> It
0: ruins you. Then she has, like, we have a, a family member who had weight loss surgery. She had the sleeve and she had, like, the 360 lipo. Um, and she didn't get the skin tightening.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: some of the things are sagging.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And my grandma and her sister are talking about it in a, such a negative way. And I'm like, okay, if this is how y'all talk about me when I'm not in the room, mm-hmm. I don't want to be around because that sounds hurtful. Like, it just but sounds
1: me. We, we
3: all, I don't know, our family has always been like that. Like, it's always like, and I think it's true, like, but I don't think a lot of us, for the most part, mean it in a bad way. It's just, that's just how we are. Like, we gotta talk. We're very. A lot of the older ladies in our family are very judgy. Very judgy. You never noticed. (laughs) Um, but some of us are not judgy. We're just opinionated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Judgy. Very. Not. No. We. I'm not. I'm not judgy. I just have opinions, and I have a lot of opinions. But the but the the older ladies in our family. Can be judgy. They do.
2: That is very interesting (laughs) because it's funny. So, like I said, my my mom was (laughs) very blessed. Mm -hmm. She was big chested, had a big butt, whatever. Um, And it's funny because I remember growing up, even not even not even just growing up, but even now as an adult, we'll be at my grandma's house. My grandma's. I'm um, kind of a similar body type. Body type. No, no, no. That's a lie. She's not as blessed on top <laughs> or at all on the bottom. Like she's just this little old lady lady. Yes, but she wasn't. She was a lot heavier set. Um and she'll say something and my mom's like, "Nope, don't put that body issue on my daughter." Like I don't remember what the comment was but she my mom was quick happy. to shut it down like you're not putting your body issues on my daughter my Ooh. daughter is beautiful the way she is and if she's happy with herself she's happy with herself um my grandma really really struggled with body image and it was stemmed from her mom um and of course she's older so she lived back in the day where you know you're not going outside unless you are 100% put together and and all of that. But it was interesting because my mom I I don't know if she ever had those like body image issues, but I know she did get a lot of attention cuz she was very blessed mm-hmm. at a young age. Um so I used to tell her, like, man, you couldn't share? Like, yeah. what, what happened? Yeah. I and, out? You're, and,
3: you're, and you have a point there, like, if she did have the issues, she knew how to deal with it. Yes. Because now she's showing it with you, like, hey, mm-hmm. don't say nothing that's going to affect her. Because right. maybe she did deal with it, and as mm-hmm. she grew and became a mom, she's like, uh-uh, I'm not going to let my daughter go through what I went through. Yeah. And she learned how to live with it and deal with it in a sense yeah. where... It probably does affect her, but she doesn't allow it to take control over Mm -hmm. her or what she's... You know what I mean? So she kind of learned. Maybe she did. That's probably why she's standing up for you. Because she had to... You know, that's another thing. She was
0: very blessed. But you can get bullied for being very blessed. Yes. And I was... I got bullied and I was the bully. So we have... No. My uh, comadre Meli... Uh, When I was little, I used to call her Chichis de Pelota because she was blessed on top. Mm -hmm. And basically that was like beach ball boobs. I
3: used to be blessed, like Maya and... Melly, and now they're just like shriveled little prunes. Well,
0: I-, I shot myself in the foot because then at 12, I had boobs and no one at school had boobs. I and I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what is going on? And then I'm like, I don't shot myself. But you know what?
3: They're a perfect size for your body. Honestly, there's a lot of women. Yes. If you really think about it, like Maya's got the perfect combo for yeah. everything. You know, to her, maybe they're freaking humongous because they are but my point is it goes with her it's body
2: supplements.
3: yeah you as well you have the nice hips and booty and there's women who have no boobs at all at all and they have a big old butt so yes. i feel like you're proportioned with awesome. your with it's your boobs awesome. oh god
0: now you're gonna make her like awesome.
3: no seriously i because some women way, yeah. yeah because yeah. we can't have it all right some right. of us have no boobs but a big old ass or whatnot and some of us yeah. have you know no ass and big boobs and then there's those of us who have nothing or our asses on backwards. <laughs> you know, be jealous. <laughs> oh. That wouldn't
2: be. Me. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, your body is so different. You, you know, yeah. You've had four kids. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But no. That's a lot. It is. Hella
2: kids. That's a lot. Yeah. Hella kids. I'm going to have you talk to some people, get their minds right.
0: Don't
2: have to, don't get
3: married. Ooh. Don't do it. Okay. Ah. And I'm if kidding. you and if
2: you do be prepared to
0: never fully be prepared because Yeah.
3: Yeah, nice. no. And you know, again, our bodies, I, I struggle with it. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I do struggle with it. I try to be positive. I'm a very positive person. I I try to have like positive vibes, energy, and everything. But dude, do I struggle? Yes. Because again, like Maya said when she was twelve she had boobs by the time i was in fifth grade i was already at 32b you know it's not big but everybody's still flat training bras by the time i got to seventh grade and i was 12 i was already a size 34 36 double d you know i was 12 in seventh grade That was like my mom yeah so all of my friends uh, stopped being my friends because their boyfriends, their little boyfriends were like, oh, did you see Clara, or da-da-da-da or guys would only talk to me because, and they'd make fun of my boobs I'm like, can you see through that? And they weren't huge they weren't huge, they just looked big because I wasn't that big myself, yeah. I've always been thick yeah. but I, and I've always had a round, chubby face mm-hmm. because, pronounced to me I've had thyroid issues and I was never diagnosed with anything until I was 16 and everything else, but my point being I totally get where she's coming from in terms of being bullied and being the bully because of the big boobs because people don't know what to do with it.
0: Right, and mind you, like, I'm seven years old, and she had, no, I was a little older than seven. I was probably about eight or nine and she was staying with us, and I was like, whatever, Chi-Chi's Pelota. Because it was, like, my way of getting her back because she didn't give me my way. And yeah. <laughs> she's like, don't come me. I'm like, whatever, Chi-Chi's Pelota. And I'm, like, running upstairs because I'm afraid she's going to get me as the older cousin. So, like, <laughs> that was my way of bullying her mm-hmm. and then being like, you're not the boss of me, and then call her that name again. And then when I started to develop, I'm like, okay, wait a minute, like, mm-hmm. what, when are they going to stop? Like, yeah. <laughs> And they just didn't. And then gym class is what I hated because I in high school, I was the only girl in my company for the JRTC program in our battalion. Mm-hmm. So other girls had a mixture, but in the one that I was putting, I was the only girl. So when they're having us do jumping jacks, <laughs> I'm like, I just I don't want to almost like it's gonna slap me in my face but I'm more scared because they're looking at me like all these teenage guys are looking at me even the seniors and I'm like don't don't stare at me though like just look away away. so then (laughs) I would be like "Um, I can't I'm hurt like I'm not feeling good and then we since our like I guess higher ranks were men the teachers uh, colonel and sergeant, they're like, um, well, what's, what, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm cramping. And they're like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> you can go Abort. sit Abort. down. Do you can it? go sit down. It's okay. So they would just, like, leave. And I'd be like, okay, cool, I'll have to do the jumping jacks uh-huh. <laughs> because I use that to my advantage. But even, so last week, um, I had wood therapy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I told you that I had a whole moment before wood therapy where I just bawled because I looked in the mirror and I saw right here this issue that I've been having, um, from my surgery and I just couldn't stop crying. And I, at that point I was angry at my body and mm-hmm. I almost, I don't know what the word is in English. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't, I can't think that way of my body. I can't be that, that mad at it because it is getting slowly better to where I want it to be, but it's a slow process. Rome wasn't built in a day. I'd have to just give it time and give it grace. Mm -hmm. but then I thought of, and I think what made it worse (laughs) was I thought of when my grandma saw me when she first saw that I was losing weight. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, you're looking so good. Your body's looking so much better. Just don't gain it back. So it's almost like a compliment, but then there's that little jab, like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, mira, señora.
3: Cursing. Like, you're going to curse your body. Like, oh, I I hate you for that. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, because that's what
3: I was going to say, but I just wanted to make sure that I said it because everybody interprets it differently, you yeah. know? And Spanish is a general language, but their, words can mean so many different things for so many different cultures uh-huh. that it's, I'm like, I don't want to say a word and then be like, no, that's not what it is. That's why I had to reassure myself.
0: Yeah, that yeah, Spanish is a, even though they say it's one of the easiest languages to learn, it's... There's a lot of... It's complicated because of the context of the <laughs> conversation. <laughs>
3: what the fuck? So is English? Right. Then haven't you guys been seeing those things roaming around mm-hmm. on like, on TikTok? And then uh, what well, comes out on my Instagram rules about the English, like even the yeah. spelling.
2: Yeah. Though.
3: Tough. Right. What?
0: Through. Through, through Yeah. Yeah, through, through, and there, through. There, like, there, what the heck? Like, yeah.
3: It is the most... Yes. It's, it's the most stupidest, most complicated language. That's why it's the yeah. hardest to learn. Mm-hmm. There's so many... our paisas struggle to learn it because it is so complicated right you know like i remember the old when my growing up we had this thing called ingles sin barreras it was a commercial
1: oh yeah
3: (laughs) so it was but you know and it would come with like a little book that you can carry with you if you weren't at home reading uh, watching the videos Uh and so and it says and in the commercial would say you know to say table mesa it's spelled, um, you would say it's spelled table in Spanish, but yeah. it's called "tebol." So they'd spell, they would spell it T-E-I-B-O-L. Yeah. Like the way it would sound versus the way it's, te yeah. <laughs> Tebol. So it would be T-E-I-B-O-L. Because that's how it sounds versus how it's spelled. So it's like, what the hell? But anyway, Yeah body image to me I it I've struggled with it for many many years and I'm going to tell you it got worse after I got married. Yeah, for me it got worse after I got married because my body changed a lot even yeah. before I had kids. That's what I was just going
2: to ask. So even before so I you had kids? Had, so <clears throat> after you had kids because I know a lot of women go through like postpartum yes. and all of that. Do you did you struggle more on top of what you were Yeah,
3: struggling? oh yeah. But it was something that I wasn't facing and mm-hmm. because I wasn't I wasn't um what is the word uh, I want to make it quick because I know we're gonna have to cut this short soon but I wasn't realizing that I had postpartum depression mm-hmm. um, I knew I had been diagnosed with depression prior to having kids um, and they wanted to put me on medications and everything, but I tried it for two weeks and I got off. So what I started doing was just therapy. Mm -hmm. I started seeing therapists, counseling, um, and then once I did have my kids, especially, I went through like a psychosis type of Mm -hmm. thing, but I, because my thing was, I would always run scenarios in my brain of something happening to my kids. Not me trying to hurt them, a lot of women experience, like, I just want to kill him, or I just want to hit him, or I just want to throw yes. him off. No. Mine was, oh, my God, what if I go to the bathroom and my baby crawls out the house and then the car runs him over? Or, oh, my God, what if they climb on the table and they fall in the glass? Tip? Like, yes. you get the most gruesome, gruesome visions as a mom, as a new mom, and I never knew that was part of postpartum depression. Um and again, I wasn't expecting to get pregnant with my second one, or even, yet yeah, my first one, but when I got pregnant, I was on birth control the whole time that I got pregnant with uh, my second one. And um, I found out when we came back for Mayes Uh, You know, I was on birth control. Every month I would take a test before I started my new pack, just because it was just something I did. The month prior, I took the test, negative, so I started my new pack. I went to Mexico, came back. That Sunday, I took another test before I started my new pack. Positive. And I'm like, what the? How? And, um... Apparently, when I go to the doctors, I was already nine and a half weeks pregnant.
0: So, Ooh. disclaimer, my quince was not responsible for her second <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. baby. And yeah. way, <laughs> no,
3: and by the way, my, my firstborn was very sick the whole time we were there. So she knows. We got to her quince really late because we were in the hospital with my fussy. And the whole time we were there, he was sick. So it was it's not, not like I, well. I, nobody had time to have sex. Yes. Nobody did. I was too busy taking care of my baby. And in freaking dying in the heat of Colima, but point being is that I already had issues with my again, I gained weight prior to my wedding. When I got with my husband I was 159 pounds, then I went to 167 pounds within like the first year or so. Six months prior to my wedding I went from 170 pounds to 210 pounds. Six months before my wedding. So I didn't realize it because right. I was under so much stress and planning a wedding and right. going through issues. A lot of people don't know that my husband and I broke up like two weeks before the wedding. Oh. I I didn't, we were technically not together. And then the day of the wedding, like literally two days before the wedding, are we still doing this? Yes or no? And we did it. But um, my mom and my dad, may he rest in peace, but... They took me into the room, you know, while everybody was going into the church. And my my dad's like, just don't do it. He's like, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. And I'm like, my answer to my dad was, but dad, we already paid for everything. And my mom's like, so what? We can still have a party, you know, like, you don't have to go get married. And then, and my dad's like, it's okay if we paid for everything. He's like, but do you want to marry him? And I'm like yeah I don't want to hurt him you know I don't I don't want to do this to him but I was having second thoughts I I was having second thoughts and um throughout my whole marriage it's been like that and my body image it's always been like oh my gosh does he like me why why isn't he telling me I look pretty in this why so for 20 plus years that's how it was even after the kids it's like it's it's hard it is really hard really really hard because you lose yourself and then once you become a mom you know you're completely lost because you know you lose yourself a lot of us do not everyone not everyone because there's a lot of women that are very lucky and they have men who are very supportive and very loving and very attentive you know that's that's one thing that a lot of people confuse just because you have a great provider doesn't mean he's a great man or a great husband and going to our body image you know if you don't have a man who compliments you or whoever says oh that looks nice on you that kind of starts mm-hmm. you know messing with your image so for someone I tell my boys all the time be kind yeah, yeah mess around with your friends joke around whatever right. grow some skin you know because everybody like I was saying kids are cruel yeah. and bullying is harsh yes it is I was bullied my whole life, since I was 9 years old, I was hairy, I wasn't allowed to shave, I got boobs, everybody was making fun of my boobs, so people were cruel, calling me stupid names because of my last name, because of the way I looked, because I had a fucking mustache, because my unibrow, so my whole life I've been bullied because of my physical appearance. Nobody has ever said to me, God, you're a bitch, you're mean, blah, blah, until like <laughs> later on in life. Right. Later on in life, where I, I, I did grow some skin, and I, I am, I can be a bitch. Right. I can be the biggest bitch you have ever met in your no. life.
1: <gasps>
3: What's that? Mm-hmm. aunt <laughs> keep, yeah. keep telling. No, but you know, it's, 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 it's hard. It is hard because a lot of us subconsciously go back to food, or we don't eat. or we make ourselves so sick Mm -hmm. that we throw up you know there's a lot of people that struggle with bulimia anorexia any other eating disorders and people judge so quickly but they Mm -hmm. don't understand what they have really going on mentally you know because it's a struggle it is a
0: struggle well like for me i know that from like again the age of five it was like it started with one family member mm-hmm. and then like three of them it progressively, they got yeah. it got to 3 and it was always just those 3 because <laughs>
1: <it's
0: funny>. oh. <laughs> so I was like oh, thumb, this huh? is not <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> I was like you know what I I'm not going to eat so then I would go all day without eating and then I would be so hungry but late at night that I would go and I would get whatever snack was in the pantry Definitely. which is it's it's not good, right, to not eat all day and then just go in for the sugary, fatty oh, snack. Right there. Yeah, and so it was those things. And then at 12, um, I was still getting bullied. And I remember one time I was at my, cause my my parents' house was like very much like they're kind of like helicopter parents because they was very much like, oh, what are you doing? Why are you locked up in your room? Why are you doing this? Like, come out and be in the sala, or be in the backyard, be amongst family. Like, you could not be in a closed space. Mm-hmm. It had to be out in the open. They didn't. They were afraid of close, closed spaces. But I remember one time, my friend, and when we were 12, I went to her house after school. And I went to her bathroom, and I saw um, the eyelash curler. And I know that when you take off that little rubber part, there's that razor there. It's essentially a razor because when you take off the rubber part, it's sharp and it can mm-hmm. cut. And I cut the inside of my thigh, mm-hmm. and then I washed it off, and I put it back. And she had no idea, none. I went because I was basically like another house. Like my house is your house. Yeah. I always tell you that. Just don't sell it.
1: So you didn't like
0: leave.
1: I did. So you I cut like myself.
0: That. And then I went in her cupboards, I grabbed a band-aid, I put it on, put my pants back on, and everything, I put it away. That was the first first time. time. Second time again, we had a project. I went over to her house. She wanted to come over to my house, but I didn't want her to come over to my house. I wanted to go to her house specifically because I knew I could do that there and no one would say anything. And I did it again, but this time it hurt a little bit more. So I was like, okay, no, I don't like the way that felt it hurt way worse than the first time so I stopped I only did it twice and my friend caught me that time she walked in and she was like what the hell are you doing and I was like uh, <laughs> you're supposed to knock on the door before just coming my in what? <laughs> I was like, No, never <laughs> <been that> <laughs> no. <laughs> so she was like what are you doing and she goes you don't have to use that I was like what do you mean I don't have to use that she goes yeah I have razors in my room and I didn't know that she was cutting Herself, so it was like a moment of realization, like, do I really want to be cutting myself after all, when I could probably just talk to her about it instead? But we still never talked about it. So I again internalized everything, and then mm-hmm. i I wanted to commit suicide at twelve. Um, my dad found my suicide letter in my yes. room. so I know that that might be a trigger warning. Um, for some people but I didn't do it ultimately my dad found what I was saying um,
2: we can see that she didn't do it right but I mean the
0: attempt didn't even happen Uh, the the attempt didn't happen you didn't even
3: get to try it
0: yeah so they took me to therapy
3: but the thought of unaliving yourself was there
0: yes so but they took me to therapy and here I am playing this mind game with this therapist for like months He's asking me a question, yeah, and I'm, like, I'm yeah. like, nope. I'm answering his question with a question. He's like, this girl's going to give me a run for my money. And he goes, do you think you're He goes, in your... Because they give you, like, a little thing to fill out about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I said that I was stupid on top of being fat, ugly, and all these other things. And he's like, do you really think you're not that smart? Because you're using reverse psychology. Mm-hmm. And at a child at your age, normally they don't realize that what that is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I don't think I'm smart, now. And he's like, but you're doing it. And I'm like, okay. So it went more months and months and months into talking and then we finally, like, broke that wall down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I cried about it. I told him what was going on. Um, He couldn't tell my mother. Exact details what it was because it's, you know, between yeah. doctor and patient. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did say, like, this is what you need to do. You want to help your child, this is what you need to do. And so she was like, okay, cool, like, I'll do whatever you say I have to do to help okay. my kid. So my mom never put those thoughts in my mind, whether, like, she always, you know, my oh, my baby's so beautiful, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. She always did that. But she never put, even before, those thoughts in my head that I was big or anything, like, my quinceanera was coming. I, my mom never once said you had to lose weight to fit into your dress. That was never something that my mom did to me. So she, because my mom is been thin, thin, and even people who are thin go through it, because she, like, patas de gallina, she had chicken legs, and people would call her names, too. So she would, you know, make sure that that was done. And then now that I'm older, my mom's getting a little curvier because she has an illness. So she's starting to gain a little bit of weight from all her medications that she's taking. And she's starting to to kind of fill up a little bit. And my grandma said something to her about her weight. And I could tell that that bothered my mom. That bothered my mom so bad to the point where she's like, I'm fat. I'm like, no, you're not. First of all, no, you're not.
1: You're not even close. close."
0: Yeah. Um, And it those things they are triggers for a lot of people so now sometimes like I catch myself kind of reverting back to those old habits of like I'm not going to eat and I'm like no 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 I need to eat like but I'm I'm big I'm still not where I want to be so I'm not going to eat but no I need to eat like it's those things and I think I snap out of it quicker
2: now that I'm an well, adult you realize it that you're doing it um Something that I've always kind of, my mom has like always kind of, I mean, we're, we're shoppers, right? We love to shop. <sighs> Don't look at my closet. Um, but she have, has always said like, okay, love yourself regardless of like, that's a number on the scale. Remember, pant sizes, you could get three pairs of pants that are the same exact size and two of them aren't going to fit you. All the same size, doesn't make any sense because our society does that. It makes you think that you are a size, but you can go to American Eagle, you're one size. You can go to Old Navy, you're another size. You can go to Hollister, you're like 10 size bigger, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't mean anything that's just a number. However, I think one thing that we do do, I think we have good intentions, but the whole... um, Bad delivery? you can wear whatever you want yes you can but my mom has always been like yes you could wear that yes you could fit into that but that does not flatter you Mm -hmm. so find things that flatter you if you already struggle with your self-confidence and your body issues and everything like that if you're the type of person who could walk around in a thong bikini and you're a plus size or you're bigger or you're super tiny cool. Do it. I'm I support it But for me that was kind of the hardest thing for me to learn is because okay now I got a big girl body Right. I, I got curves. I got boobs So I can't wear the same things I was wearing when I had nothing like I was very very thin So it just looks very different not to say again that you can't wear it. Yes they do that they do make that in your size but does that look best? And it's the same as, like, makeup. You're not going to wear a foundation that doesn't match your skin. Right. It's not going to compliment you, right? You're not going to wear something that just... You don't want to wear something that doesn't look good on you. I remember a couple of years back, mm-hmm. and
0: I told you that there was a person that I, that I was following, and that she was divorcing her husband. Mm-hmm. Things happened, and I showed you... a It was a bathing suit picture. Mm-hmm. And you said, damn, she's, like... <laughs> she's really brave yeah. because... Literally, like she, yes, she had hips. She wasn't super skinny at the time. Mm-hmm. She didn't have big boobs at the time. They were kind of like average mom boobs, mom bod, I would say. But she was wearing a very uh small back bottom,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and her like her her butt was facing the camera intentionally, and that's where you were like, oh damn, she's brave, mm-hmm. like, cause the way I think that this, that society does make you think of. How certain clothes looks on you mm-hmm. I and I told you before I saw one of my nieces wearing a top that was a little bit a little too much mm-hmm. revealing here but she doesn't have a whole lot so it looks different and for someone who has a lot <laughs> and I'm like I would never wear that because I would be so scared like my my nurple's gonna pop out and just say hi to everybody like that those tops scare me mm-hmm. because I was always, I, I felt like it was never celebrated mm-hmm. to be that revealing up here for me. And again, my, you know, they look beautiful wearing the tops. That's something that they're, that's in their style. That's what they want to wear. Great. But for
2: someone who was bigger there, that felt very scary. That was my body style. So I think I could relate Mm
1: -hmm. like I had nothing,
2: Nothing. you know what I mean? So I could get away with that, but I was so, I had that kind of reverse. Like I was so scared that like even now shirts, I'm like, I'll put I'll put on a shirt and I'm like, man, this makes me look like I'm flat chested again. So I have kind of that insecurity where I'm like, oh, I have to wear a bra. Oh, I have to, you know, make make sure that, you know, I, you can see that yeah yeah and so but it's funny though because I just kind of made that connection why not I wouldn't say I was so like I I related to that I definitely related to that because I was very much that body style I think I was a little thicker on bottom but
0: yeah because when I met you you they weren't as they weren't this size when I met you. <laughs> when I, we've known each other probably for six, seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like when I met her, she was a lot smaller on the top. And I remember we went to Vegas. And mm-hmm. there was a top that you were wearing that was really, really cute with your outfit. And then I went shopping for, for Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I, I hated one of my tops because it was kind of like a corset top. Yeah. But I was so scared to wear that top because of... Boobs? my boobs mm-hmm. I was like, I wish I had itty bitty titties because this to me just doesn't oh, no. look good and I was instantly like I hated the outfit the whole time I was complaining about it the whole time and she's like you look you look good you look fine I'm like no like this shit is, it's I was so uncomfortable yeah, yeah, wearing yeah, it you the
3: know, whole time But said anybody can wear anything mm-hmm. but wear something that's flattering mm-hmm. and you know just because you're small-chested, there could be certain shirts that look so cute on you mm-hmm. and make your boobs look cute even though they're kind of flat. Um, it's just you have to find the right things. And same with you who who are very voluptuous. Show Whatever you can, show it. Even if it's a little bit of the cleavage. You know, there's going to be stuff that it, just show it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, you might not feel comfortable, but that doesn't mean you've got to show half your nurple, you know yeah just the corset style even on on tiny girls who have small chests, they look really cute because a lot of them do push up mm-hmm. and give you that that little flare up here so mm-hmm. I think it's like Kyra said we have to find what's flattering just because you can wear something doesn't mean you should
1: right you know and
3: I don't mean that in a disrespectful way to anyone who feels comfortable in their own skin and their body what not But sometimes it is not okay to wear stuff that is so, if you're, like, if it doesn't flatter you, Mm -hmm. because you might think it looks cute on you, and that's great, good for you. But sometimes the reality is maybe you're trying too hard. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're trying to tell yourself, okay, well, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm still going to wear this, just because you're trying to prove a point. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, what point are you really proving? Because... Uh, you might not even really be that secure in it. You're just pretending to be because you want to prove that point that you don't care. I can
2: wear whatever. Yeah. Yes, you can. You, you, you can, it, right?
3: yeah. But And I feel that that doesn't help us with our body image. Mm-hmm. I also try to do it for me. Like, I want to be comfortable in whatever I'm in, but I do want to risk things sometimes and be like, oh, maybe I'm going to buy a push-up bra or something.
0: Right. I don't know, you know, and um, I don't know, you know, and... Um, mm-hmm. We're doing that today with this color. I'm not like 100% sold on it, but you know. yeah. But it looks
3: nice. You yeah. might not like it, but then you might not wear it again. But try it. You yeah. Try
2: it. That's, and also yes. about growth. You have to be uncomfortable to grow. You're not going to grow if you're
0: not uncomfortable. She was getting on my ner- case yesterday. She's on my nerves. <laughs> she corrected herself. She's on my nerve uh, case. So. The last couple of episodes, I am wearing brighter colors mm-hmm. um, because if it were up to me, I'd probably be in Raider gear every day, all day, 24-7. Mm-hmm. And we, my comadre, our cousin, actually was talking about how she likes the look with like the graphic tees and the biker shorts. Yes. Um, she loves that style. And I'm like, I like it too. Mm-hmm. So the other day, I was at Target, mm-hmm. and I bought the Jurassic Park graphic mm-hmm. tee. And I was like, oh, I need to wear this but then I haven't worn it. Why?
1: We should do that. I
0: think it's because I'm like...
1: Excuse
0: me. I want to try to dress outside of my comfort zone, and outside of my comfort zone would be colors that are bright and stuff like that. And when I got this one, I thought of her, because this is like one of her favorite colors, is like that neon green. It's one of those... This is green. In the light, it looks yellow. It's not that kind of neon green.
2: (laughs) This is neon green. This is neon green, people. But if you go outside,
0: it doesn't look as yellow as the oh, okay.
1: lights coming
2: in. Got you. So, okay, gotcha,
1: uh, okay.
2: like, don't be telling people light over light. here I like yellow. It's green. It's, it's, it's a
0: green. neon green, but the way the lights are hitting here right now, it looks a little bit more yellow than green. Um, And then I got the lilac and the mm. coral color, and I'm like... What okay, color did you wear last episode? The last two episodes, I, I wore... A lilac color mm. and then a coral color. The coral, the coral mm. color. Nice. Yeah. And I like coral. normally I wouldn't grab that. Nor I probably would have wore it because I came here to <laughs> I wearing my black shirt. And I- normally I'd probably be in a white tee or in mm. a black tee because yeah. it goes with my Raiders. So that's comfortable for me. Even oh, when I went to L.A. wearing that classy network top that was. A little low cut here. I was like, oh god. When I got to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, I'm like, my boobs are out. This is so uncomfortable. I should not have come here wearing this. And my mom's like, you look fine. And I was like, no, no, no. But I look like I feel uncomfortable. And then I was wearing, since it's like a crop top, you could see a little bit of my stomach. And then you could see I was wearing a skirt, so you could see my legs when I was walking. I just felt uncomfortable the whole time. Yet they thought I was like hella rich because they sent us to this freaking expensive restaurant that's $250 per person and you need a reservation. But, oh, don't worry. We can get you in for two people for $150. we will give you a discount. Like, oh, that's still a lot of money. Like, no, thank you. I'll go eat tacos over there. But it was just – I'm just having to step out of my comfort zone because of the fact that I had such an unhealthy relationship with my body because of those things being told, you're fat, you're this, you're that, and then – those backhanded comments, or oh, you look like this, but don't do this. Like,
1: yeah.
0: and now to your point with kids, the bullying doesn't stop at school because there is now mm-hmm. accessibility for them to grab their phone and do it online. Mm-hmm. And I see, I see that happen with uh, Crystal Herrida, and then that girl Ashley Lopez, Sarah V. They are plus size women, oh, and Michaela. And Michaela and Candy Lover, too. Like, they're plus size women. And I don't even know if they're plus size because sometimes they could be, like, what people call I mean, mid size or whatever. And is just people are like, oh, you have, like, a you have a medical issue. You need to go to the doctor and get that diagnosed. Did you guys and like,
3: know that for actual Hollywood and society and all that, a size 10 is a plus-size?
2: Isn't yeah. it, like, size... No, well, men used to be a size... Things.
3: No, I'm saying now, now, now in our society. 10. But back then, for Mar- Mar- Marilyn Monroe was considered was a plus size. size. Yeah. Well, don't
2: get me
0: started on that. So it's like, I, but I'm saying that now, yeah. at, in this
3: time, a size 10 is considered plus size. The book.
1: Right.
3: Like, no, I just, again, going back, you know, anybody, my message to anybody that's struggling with body image um, work. Work on understanding yourself and loving yourself and accepting yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Um, talk to somebody, anybody. Um, you know, you're, you're not a bad human being. You're not a horrible person for feeling what you're feeling because you have every right to feel what you're feeling. Um, just try to learn how to love yourself and accept yourself because at the end of the day, nobody's going to love you the way you love yourself. We can expect somebody to love us, our significant other, our mom, our brothers. It's a different kind of love. You know, it is. It's our moms and brothers and stuff. Yeah, they have a, a sort of unconditional love for us. But I feel that we need to work on understanding ourselves and loving ourselves and accepting ourselves. And if there is something that we don't like, try to fix it. Try to change it or try to work with it. You know what i mean um again my trauma or whatnot uh is making fun of myself um am i 100 percent happy no i'm not i'm really not but i try to be as positive as i can be and see the best in myself and in other people because people are ugly <laughs> and as long as i'm not one of those ugly people i think that that will make it better so whatever your body type is if you feel like you're too skinny or you're too fat or whatnot um nobody's perfect be perfect for yourself love yourself understand yourself accept yourself and um, those who do matter will love you and understand you in any shape you are and any body type and any clothes and Whatever it is, but it starts with you and that's something I'm learning at 43 years old Um, Years of therapy my therapy has been for many different things childhood trauma Marriage stuff, you know the bullying all of that, but all of that also stems with the way I felt about my body so My message to you is just to love yourself accept yourself take care of yourself and um Talk to somebody, if it's not a therapist, if it's not your mom, your brother, your uncle, your neighbor, somebody that you that actually feel vibes, feel energy. Honestly, we're all energy. That's another topic we're going to come talk to because I'd love to talk about stuff like that. I'm I'm learning and working into like a spiritual journey and I feel that that has helped me a lot. So my message to you is love yourself, accept yourself, take care of yourself.
0: What message would you give your younger self now? with all that you know now?
3: Hmm. There's a lot of things, but basically just that, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself and love yourself. I mean, that's the only message I can think of right now, but there's so many things, but take care of yourself and love yourself because I've always looked for validation Mm -hmm. in other people. Um, Like... And I think that has a lot to do with friends, boyfriends. Um, So I've always wanted somebody to love me. I've always gave everything, 110% of myself for my mom, my brothers, my Mm -hmm. friends, my boyfriends, my husband. It's always like pleasing, making sure I'm pleasing them, making sure they're happy. And so if but not thinking about myself. So my younger self, my teenage or preteen would be worry about yourself (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
3: worry about yourself make sure you're happy make sure that you're okay and you're not hurting yourself because it's like you know you had said my hurt people hurt people and you had Mm -hmm. said it last time too you know um, and it's not intentional I don't think it I honestly don't think so many years of therapy I don't think A lot of us, a lot of us, don't do things intentionally. There's a lot of us that, and I'm using the word a lot of us because human beings, you know, in general. But there's a lot of people who are assholes, who are sociopaths, psychopaths, and don't give a crap about anybody else's feelings but their own. Mm -hmm. And so, but there's those of us who really do not consciously hurt on purpose. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to figure our own life out and sometimes we say and do things that can be hurtful to others but not intentionally Mm -hmm. you know and it starts with us but my younger self I would say that take care of yourself and love yourself
0: and you I know that you said that when you were younger you started small right you were Mm -hmm. and now it's different but what would you tell
2: your younger self um So I actually, it took me a long time. Even now, I still, I'm barely, I feel like getting my confidence back. And it's really interesting because it's something that I've been trying to figure out why I was so insecure. Like, I am very good at putting on a persona. Like, yes, I'm a baddie. Yes, I got it all. Like, I'm the whole package. But deep down, kind of like, if I'm by myself, I'm like, "Mm, are you good enough? Um, Because just like, yeah, just like Clara, you know, I've, I... Will give you the shirt off my back, um, and it's backfired a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I didn't really realize I didn't see myself. So I've always been like, okay, I don't think I'm ugly, but I'm 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 cute, you mm-hmm. know. I didn't realize like the extent of my beauty. That's gonna sound really you know big-headed, but I didn't understand. I didn't see myself in. As a woman, until I did a boudoir photo shoot. Yeah. And the moment I saw those pictures, I was like, "Whoa, that's me! That's me. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that's that's me! Like, of course I'm still nitpicking. Like, mm, I could do this better. I could look like this. But, but um, it was crazy powerful. And so, mm-hmm. any women out there, I just recommend just do it. It's uncomfortable. It's awkward at first. Yes. Um, but if you find a good photographer, um, that makes you comfortable. Like I'm very, yeah, I'm very like self-conscious a little bit. And then I saw those pictures and I was like, Whoa, wait a minute. And it's funny. Cause I showed my mom and she was like, I'm conflicted between that's my little girl. And like, my daughter's a grown woman. <laughs> um, I wish I would have done it sooner. Um, because that feeling is just so powerful. I can't even explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of the same, similar to what Clara was saying, like, focus on you. You're going to be okay. Um, but it's also okay not to be okay. And you don't have to be strong all the time. Good.
3: Good you? you. Yes. What would
2: you tell you your younger self? Um, love
0: to hear that. I think that now like having experienced what I experienced, I would probably repeat what my therapist told me. Um, Don't pick a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that now I'm finding to be true in a lot of aspects because Mm -hmm. there's times where you're like, I quit, I'm done, I'm not doing this anymore, and you give up, but you can find a solution that's not for this temporary problem. You don't need to make a permanent drastic you know decision um, so one, that's one thing i would tell myself and also to to let myself know that you are not that fault because i feel like i i blamed myself mm-hmm. for the bullying that i was receiving because i had no in reality i did nothing wrong when i look at it i'm like i did nothing wrong i did nothing to deserve that i did absolutely nothing to deserve that mistreatment so I would tell myself, it's not your fault. Your your body, your temple is yours, your own, and that no one has any right to ever make you feel like you're not at one with your temple. So if you want to dye your hair, dye your hair. If you want to dye it like green or blue <laughs> or purple or I, I don't even care. No. <laughs> I wanna I, dye it if you want to dye it purple, green, blue, yellow. Bright, burgundy, I don't care. Do what you want to do to your hair. It's just hair. If you want to, like we talked about, you know, if you want to get lip fillers, or if you want to do this, do it to your yeah. to your hair. Do it to your face. It doesn't matter. Yes, yeah. Just make sure that if you are going to do some cosmetic changes, that it be with somebody who is a licensed professional because um, even though things can go wrong in any medical aspect, it's mm-hmm. just safer than to have somebody do it in their garage, yeah. you know, so just I would... Say love yourself and that's it, that you are you are your own you and you are the only one that's enough for yourself. You are enough.
3: That is yeah. Yeah. I that's you're right. I would I would totally tell myself that I'm learning again, I'm in like a spiritual journey, so I'm learning to tell myself that I am worth so much. I am enough. I am love, and I am just awesome, amazing. Like my, my. Did you guys see my shirt? I can't read because I don't have my glasses. Huh? Oh my god, my it. So it says, "Once in a while, someone amazing comes along, and here I am."
1: <laughs>
3: so you know, just be amazing. Be yourself. Be you, and. As kids, we get our light, I guess, dimmed down, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot. So I, I feel that that's why I t- I'm raising boys, like I said, and I'm trying to teach my boys how to be gentlemen, respectful, but also be tough, grow some skin, and don't let people, like, your, your feelings are going to get hurt mm-hmm. always. If you always.
2: hurt my feelings, too late, my
3: family beat you to it. <laughs> right. That's, and that's something that I'm going to tell my kids. I, I tell my kids, your family... You know, a lot of these kids, honestly, my son, my oldest son, he's been bullied also since he was little. and I It's not get, I get all emotional, but it's so my point is, I tell my son and I tell my kids, even though somebody's being mean to you. You have the right to defend yourself, yes, but use your words and be kind because you don't know what they're going through.
2: Hurt people hurt people.
3: They might be getting bullied Mm -hmm. at home by their own parents, their own brothers, their tias, whatever it may be, so they're coming to school and taking it out on you. Mm -hmm. So be kind. Mm -hmm. Now, there could be genuinely fucking people who are assholes. I get that, but I try to tell my boys, use your words if it doesn't work. Talk to an adult if it doesn't work, and it's not making you a snitch. Because you already used your words. So you're telling an adult, hey, this person's not leaving me alone. I already used my words. Blah, 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 blah. If it doesn't work and they come and they touch you, fuck them up. <laughs> I tell my kids, don't be nice. Once they touch you. We're
0: not promoting violence, but we're saying defend
3: yourself. Uh, a <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, people are like, why resort, resort to violence? Because sometimes that's the only way out. And I'm going to tell you, as a mama who has kids that have gone through stuff, as a person individually who has gone through stuff her whole life, sometimes violence is the answer. I'm not promoting it. I'm speaking in self-defense violence, not just to go around and beat up people because you can't know. But I've told my kids, if you speak, use your words, nothing happens. You speak to an adult, nothing happens, and you ask them to stop. And once they put their hands on you, mm-hmm. make sure you fuck them up really good. Don't just be like, oh, push them off. No, fuck them up. Make sure they remember you, leave them scarred, pull their hair, bite them, scratch them, slam their head on the floor. Do what you gotta do so they can remember who the fuck you are, and they will leave you alone, and everybody else will leave you alone. I was I was always told by my mom, if you ever get in a fight at school, you better make sure you don't come home fucked up because I will fuck you up again. That's the Eliada. So the one time <laughs> I did get into a <laughs> fight, <laughs> defending myself again because of my boobs. I was in seventh grade. A girl who was my friend.
0: Damn, Chi-Chi's always. Yeah, a, a, a girl me. who
3: was my friend got upset because her boyfriend, who was our mutual friend, made a comment about me. And we had a class together. And so a few weeks went by, and I noticed her attitude changing. And he would no longer say hi to me when he was coming by to the desk. We had those individual desks, mm-hmm. you know. Point being is, one day we went to P.E., and um, she's, like, pushing me and pushing me. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, so-and-so, I don't want to say names because they might in the future watch this, but I really don't care. Anyway, point being is, um, he said that he thinks you're pretty and that, um, you know, that, that he, and I'm like, that he what? Well, he thinks he likes you. Okay, and how is that my fault? Like, you know, I told her, I'm like, how is that my fault? She's like, well, you know what? You're a stupid bitch, and you think you're all that because you have big chichis, and she pushed me, and I'm like, what? So, once she pushed me, I grabbed her, and we started going at it. She pulled my shirt off because she fell, so she grabbed me, pulled my shirt off, and her knee hit my face. I got a black eye, but this whole time, I didn't realize I had messed her up. She got up. She had to go tell the... I guess I broke her nose. She was bleeding. She had a busted lip. All I had was, like, the black guy that I got a few days later because she hit me in the knee when she fell. But the fun thing is everybody got to see my chichis (laughs) because she pulled my shirt off. So one of my little friends, um, his, his name was Rogelio, He's like, those chichis. Like, he was like, I'm like, oh, my God, he goes, those chichis. And he comes running back to me because we were all running the lap, you know, the the mile. He comes running, and he's like, and my shirt's all, you know, messed up. And he's like pulling it down. My hair's all messed up. And she's going to the office with a friend. I didn't realize she was bleeding really bad. So two days later, I get in trouble because she did tell that it was me who did it. But I, and my mom, you know, they told my mom, and mom goes, well, she's not going to get in trouble at home, because she was told to defend herself. If you guys were not taking care of my daughter while she was out there, it's not, but she did tell me, let me see, so she started, because I started, right away, I put steak in my face when I got home, and stuff like that, so my eye didn't get bad, because I didn't want to get my ass beat by my mom, you know, (laughs) I'm like, damn, so, my
0: My grandma was that type of parent, too, like y'all better handle it because if you guys don't handle it when you come home you're getting your ass beat by me and so my to used that on her and it was very much like that growing up mm-hmm. you defend yourself mm-hmm. or you when you come home mm-hmm. you're going to get beat for not defending yourself yeah. which is, it doesn't make any sense at all why are you going to beat up a I child yeah yeah. So, yeah. Well,
3: yeah again not i'm not promoting violence but it goes back to what i had said earlier Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, um, love yourself, accept yourself, take care of yourself and just, you know, like Kyra said, you are enough and like Maya said, you know, love yourself and don't hurt yourself and just...
2: You are loved. And something You matter.
3: (laughs) Understand that. You matter to someone. And and
0: just don't lose yourself. Real quick before... Real quick before we wrap up, I just want to say there's something that I did say to your oldest. Because um, you you brought up that he's been bullied. Mm-hmm. And I told him, if there's ever a moment where I say something that you don't think is fair or that you, you don't like, please tell me.
1: Yeah. Tell me, yeah. yeah,
0: I don't like what you said. It made me feel like this. Or, Dia, yeah, that's not true. This is what it is. And I will apologize to you because I may not see it that way or even realize yeah. that I'm saying something that doesn't resonate with you. Or does not even make sense to you? Yeah. And he... Thank you for that. He's he's quiet, though. He's like, okay. And I'm like, no, like... Yeah. Or did I... He was like, no, I get it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. But then your second one is the one that's just like... He's a special case. And he doesn't say anything. Just like that. Mm -hmm. And he walks away. I'm like, okay, cool. Nice talk. Yeah, I... I But her youngest ones, those ones will tell you exactly (laughs) like, this is what it is. But, um, anything any thoughts
2: from either of you before, we wrap up? before you wrap up No, I think this was a good um definitely a good topic does get emotional, does get a little intense sometimes, mm-hmm. but again, I feel like there's no person out here who can say that they have not experienced any type of insecurity about themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that fully in my heart. Everybody has felt that way, um so you're not alone, you are enough, you are loved um write it on your mirror and again this is for men and women men go mm-hmm. through it too so you know men you're not alone women you're not alone um yeah
3: that just to love ourselves be kind
0: um um to close it out. Don't be rude. Just don't be rude right. to others. Understand that you may not know their situation. You may not know their health circumstances or whatever or whatever. And don't do unto others what you don't want done to you or your children because I mean, karma is not forgiving and we do that to ourselves. So, just remember that and then also share, like subscribe put in the comments what you guys would like us to talk about in a future episode you will be anonymous you can also go to at my yeah ladies 7 or my yeah ladies 7 so that's m-a-y-e-l-e-y-d-i-s 7 you can DM me with any suggestions that you have in reference to episodes contents questions that you may have that we can ask each other things like that you can also go to TikTok. put it in the comments that I'm on my TikTok. tock um, or in our YouTube channel as well. So just know that we will keep you anonymous unless you want to be named. I don't care. If their
2: names are in the comments. It's not anonymous.
0: But we won't say their names. We'll say. Oh, online. Person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll say this person said this. But if they're like, No, I want you to say my name, and my name is Brandon Herrera, and I want you to shout out so and so. Okay, well, sure, Brandon.
3: Oh, talk about shout out since. Kyra did mention that what helped her was the bodor. Sorry, I'm fine. sorry. What? What, oh, tell me. Sorry, sir. Oh, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, and mention if anybody's interested in a bodor session. Um, she's great. She's here in Stockton, and uh, she's on. You can find her on Instagram. Her name is Glitter and Sand Photography. Um, Go ahead and look her up and contact her for mini sessions with family and
1: Bodor. She's amazing. She makes you feel comfortable. All right, guys. Bye.